Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Cameron Woolley Show. Across from me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Cameron Woolley. <laughs> Here, I'll crack mine open, too. <laughs> open, crack open the champagne, everybody. It's, uh, it's time to celebrate. It's time to celebrate. I know one uh, guy. Um, I mean... Hopefully, oh. hopefully he's cautiously optimistic, but we'll, we're going to find out in just a oh second. Oh, God. Down, down the wrong pipe a little bit with the, the Coke. A eh. little, little, little too much carbon for one esophagus. Eh. But anyways, oh, hey, what a week. With any what a week. luck, that Coke will turn into champagne, even though you're not 21. But, uh, it's a non-alcoholic champagne. Non-alcoholic champagne, yes. For the legal cha- reasons, the that's cha- a joke. For <laughs> legal reasons, that's a joke. Sparkling, was it sparkling grape juice? That Martinelli stuff, you ever have that? The sparkling grape juice. Yeah, stuff they so. give the kids. I still like it. Or those little like grape cubes that they use during prohibition to to make wine. Yes, it might be too late for me, but you you're you just turned seventeen, correct? Sixteen. Yes, 17. I, I just turned seventeen. Yes, so you still have time to maybe one day experience a champagne shower. I don't know where or how, but I think uh, yeah, I may, it may be too late for me. Although maybe not, you're never too old for the. You know, maybe we we could go on to coach something. Maybe, <laughs> we, you know. But yeah, I'm just wondering if there's if there's any occasion that we could ever that we will ever experience the uh, the champagne shower at the end of Super Bowl, World Series, Stanley Cup Finals, NBA Championship. Maybe yeah. not on that level, but on a lesser level. Yeah. Probably not. All right. Yeah. Well, this is why we uh, watch uh, other guys yeah, do it. I the, guess, yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> we we feel the, the aura, the energy. So, anyways, big moves, big big moves Huge. by the Giants. Oh my God! Ones that you couldn't even see. Yeah, you're you know you're a pretty good prognosticator. You can see things coming, but you couldn't have seen. I, I didn't see this. What's going on here? Where? Why? What, well, okay. How? Okay. First of all, l- let's look at the moves that the Giants have made. Okay. If you remember a week ago, okay. we were on pins and needles. Wait. Wait. Okay. You go far that, let, that far let's, back. I'll let you steer the ship. Okay. So, <laughs> to recap. Okay. Um, New York Giants re-signed defensive tackle Leonard Williams, three-year, sixty-three million dollar contract. Yes. Surface numbers it looks bad, but when you look at the interior of it, it's a great yeah, deal. Yeah, breakdown is is perfectly reasonable. Leonard Williams last year had a career year at the age of only like twenty-seven or twenty-eight. He, he's a beast. I've met him in real life. The dude is uh, easily twice as big as me, twice as fast as me, <laughs> and, and uh, he yes. Uh, he definitely proved himself last year. And Larry Williams, yeah, great year. He had like 42 pressures per pro football reference. He was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. And he, des- he deserves the bag. He deserves every bit of the bag. Uh, and they and d- then as we go a little further down the line, we had uh, John Ross sign with the Giants. Good upside signing. Nothing too crazy. But a, 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 a project that they could work around with, just something that they can, yeah, just kind of screw around with it for a bit. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's it's what these one-year deals are made for. And then they sign an edge rusher from Minnesota, Ifayadi Odenabo. Oh, that I was think, good. I think that's how his name is pronounced. Okay. I think. And last year, he had a fantastic year. Even though he only had three sacks, he had 26 pressures. 
So very, very good upside signing for for them, for that defensive line who's needed that rusher for a while. Hopefully Patrick Graham can turn those pressures in the sacks. And and all of a sudden you have a pretty good looking defense at the time when that deal was made. Yeah. We'll get to another edition. Uh, there real later. quick, uh Larry Williams, eleven and a half sacks last year. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Yes. And if Ayadi is just a shortened version of his full name, which is if Ayadi Kachu Kachuku. Anthony Adegnabo. His middle name's Anthony, but he goes by a FAID. That's that's a pretty cool name. That is how of that FAID Kachukwu. Kachukwu. That is his full first name. All right. Sorry for interrupting. I just needed to clarify. <laughs> but that. then came the big Kauna. Yes. The man who we were talking about for half an hour. We should have just kept going until they signed him. That they, it would have been out for another like four days. Yes. Still, the New York Giants were in talks. They they he he had multiple sleepovers. <laughs> for real, he had yeah. multiple sleepovers. <laughs> One night they played a game of Monopoly. The other they watched the Snyder Cut. So very long activities. They're literally dates. They took him out on a date. To see if well, they no, no. <laughs> Jabril Peppers flew in from Florida to then take take Galladay out for a steak dinner in Hoboken, which is probably completely on Peppers. And knowing how good the restaurants are in Hoboken, so. that probably enticed them. But the New York football giants got their number one wideout, Kenny Galladay, Woo. from the Detroit Lions. Oh, my God. Kenny, K-E-N-N-Y, Galladay. Yes. 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 Kenny Galladay, signed with the Giants. Oh, my God. This, this is huge. You want to talk about big deals. This is one of them. Kenny Galladay, great measurables. He's six foot four. He, in 2019, he had he had 1,190 receiving yards and 11 touchdowns, leading the league in scores that year. Yes, 27 years old. Yes, he is fantastic. Nothing short of fantastic. I've seen the tape. I've seen him play. This guy makes. I'd say this guy makes mediocre quarterbacks look awesome. This guy. Oh, hold on. Let's not go calling Matt Stafford mediocre. Let's put some respect okay, on Matt right, Stafford. But... Put some respect on Matt Stafford. Okay, overpaid. But okay. That, like, yeah, yeah, the Matt, <laughs> but, but okay. Yeah, yeah, Matt Stafford, gunslinger, perfect kind of quarterback for Galladay. Daniel Jones, second highest passer rating on footballs thrown over 20 yards. Yes. In the league. Kenny Galladay, I believe he had the second highest. Contested catch rate deep downfield, match made in heaven. Right I, here, Kenny Galladay, if everything goes right, is Daniel Jones's Plexico Burris. If everything goes right, it's too damn similar. Galladay well, is... Worked out. Galladay is... He's a, a big receiver in his prime, relatively young at 27, 
big body, big body, red zone threat, can go up and catch anything. He's a magnet. That's what I like to hear. So he's able to, he's got this like Jedi mind, like the force <laughs> yes. where the ball finds his hands, no matter how, you know, maybe a little off target, he'll go and find it. He'll go yeah. and grab it. And and that's what I meant by making mediocre quarterbacks look awesome, look like, look like uh, freaking MVPs because I've seen the tape, man. That guy, he can, I he, he can go around. He, he can make defenders look silly. Jump up, jump sideways. I, the, I just, the catches that this guy's made. Yeah, he, he's like Mister Fantastic. He's it's like he's stretching his arm. He can stretch or something. It's great. Yeah, and Galladay, he is, he he is, and he's an elite wideout. I'd, I'd consider him elite. He's one of the more, I personally thought he was one of the more underrated receivers in the league. Didn't get talked about nearly as much as he should have because, A, he's on Detroit, and B, he's not Calvin Johnson. Right. So, um, can I play devil's advocate here for a second? Are you worried at all about the injury history or the, the injury, even the, the recent injury history? You know, the, you, you know me, brother. You know <laughs> I, I know. am worried about everything. Sure. I am worried about anything and everything. I'm not going to go out and say that that I am not somewhat concerned about Kenny Galladay's okay. injury history and, how, and that this contract may blow up in our face. But, hey, that's with every free agent signing. Every free agent signing, sure. I would be like, oh, they give him a lot of money. What if he gets hurt? What if he... But what if he doesn't produce as much as he did? Of course, we're going to go out and say stuff like that. Sure. Okay. Everyone knows the I, risks. I had to bring it up. The Giants I literally had... kept Galladay and held him hostage <laughs> for the freeze. The visit, the signing would have been made on Thursday afternoon if it weren't for the physicals and the injury histories, which shows that Galladay wanted to be here. Okay. So they did. That shows that Galladay wanted to be here. He wanted to be a giant. He told the Cincinnati Bengals and the Chicago Bears to screw off. He wanted to be a New York football giant, which is what I I know that I want to see. It's what the fans want to see. It's what it's what the Maras want to see. It's what Gettleman wants to see. It's it's especially what Joe Judge wants to see. I love it. And of course, they did the whole culture check, which I wasn't really a big fan of. But hey, but they're catching players like they're Pokemon for crying out loud! Sure. They're, getting, they're getting all these guys in the next two years. My God! In, in light of uh, you know, hey, some people, are, some guys are real screwed up. Uh, the dude on the Patriots uh, he had a whole freaking Netflix documentary on him when he killed people, and then he, Aaron he Hernandez. Yeah, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, so um, yeah, uh, better safe than sorry, right? So. Hey man, yeah, there's some, yeah, wa- there's some wackos out there. Yeah, yeah, I know. We've seen it. We've seen it. Johnny Manziel. No. <laughs> yeah. How great would it have been if they would have done the, the check on him? It's like, eh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. Better uh, better to play it safe. So while I, I'm happy for you, they certainly dragged it out. And now I want to go to the steak place, man. It must be good. Yeah, the, yeah. Shout out to Jabril Peppers, by the way, for who ironically enough was traded for he was he was acquired in exchange for the previous Giants number one wideout. So hey, that the Beckham trade paying paying dividends, um, I guess. Like the circle of life, my friend. The circle of life. Yes, yes. Yeah. But life Giants well. were di- well so you're happy. 
Just yes, to clarify. I, I, I am happy with okay. this. How can I not be happy with this? Okay. How can I not Were you be? reloading Twitter for three straight days? Waiting yes, for I was reloading Twitter for three straight days. And of course, the story, of course, it broke when they signed Galladay when I was hanging out with my friends. Of course. So what time? Oh, of course. I can't. So I, was, I couldn't tweet it the moment it happened. It was like, I was hanging out, I was hanging out in the woods down the road. And I was like, you got no signal? Didn't you have your, oh, your, oh no, didn't, oh, your, no. didn't you have your phone? No, do, 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 do. Oh. No, no, no. I, I don't have the SPN app, and my dumbass didn't have notifications on from Justina Anderson. Which, by the way, Justina Anderson is completely forgiven. Even though she was the one who manufactured the Odell Beckham trade. Sure. Because uh, the Beckham, uh, just say what you want about him, he's, he wasn't a cancer. He was not a cancer. He was not a problem. Sure, he would go nuts on the field sometimes, but what, star, what star receiver doesn't? <laughs> it's football. If you don't go nuts, something's wrong with you. Yeah, like now that I've laid off the copium from the <laughs> from, from that, that trade, that means I can say that Beckham wasn't exactly a problem, and Justina Anderson was the one who manufactured that trade. But anyways, yeah, Justina Anderson breaking Kenny Galladay, coming to Giants definitely made me somewhat forgive her. So... Yeah, Galladay, really good. Really, really, really good. 6'4", 214 pounds. Huh. <laughs> they have stats on here. He has arm length, uh, 32 His inches. His arms, arm length, 32 hand inches long. Nine that, and three quarters. <laughs> yes. Yes, he's got big hands. That's good. That, that helps you catch footballs, man. I love it. And Kenny Galladay, he's been nothing but supportive of the team, and that is what I like to see from from a number one wideout is a lot of number ones are more focused on themselves. They're eccentric, which it's just part of being a star wideout. You're the one who makes all the big catches. You're the one who gets on. You're the one who blows up on Twitter. You're yeah, the one who, the man. Like, you're the one who makes all the big catches. You, you score the points. You're the one dancing in the end zone. It's yeah. easy to become ex- ego eccentric. Got to have the attitude but, to back but, it up, man. But Galladay was saying nothing but good things about the team, the organization. He was saying stuff, good things about the group, the greater whole, knowing that he was just a piece of what hopefully of what hopefully becomes of this, of this new giant team. Yeah. So... Very good stuff. He yeah. was saying, talking about Daniel Jones, I wants to grow with him, which is really good because that signing was not made just to get a receiver. It was made to help Daniel Jones and put the correct pieces around him to succeed. And that is one thing I can say that the Giants have done, even if Jones completely busts, which is a legit possibility. I cannot say that the Giants did not try to help him. This is not like the Jets... Where Sam Darnold, <laughs> where Sam Darnold ended up completely busting over shit that was not in his own control. Sure, like Joe Douglas spent money, which I'll credit him for that. I'll credit him for trying to make the team better, but he did nothing to help Sam Darnold. He threw money at random positions. He didn't throw money. He threw money at good players. Not the right ones. Yeah, doesn't work. I took that straight out of the, the straight out of the book of Herb Brooks. Yes. You you don't look for good players necessarily. Sure, you want good players, but more importantly, you want the right ones. And Kenny Galladay, nothing has convinced me that Kenny Galladay is anything but 
the right the right kind of player. Yeah. Uh, hey, look. Uh, look what happens when you put the right players on a team. You get the 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Tom Brady yes. engineered that team, handpicked his players. He was basically the GM, and, yeah. uh, and it all worked out for them. Well, I hope it works out in this instance as well. So yeah. if if that was the last signing, you would have been happy. Yes, I would have been happy. But <laughs> by God, if they were done. Oh, my God. On Sunday or Monday, whatever date it was, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm being a, a bad, bad journalism moment here. But the, if the, but the, if it, the, by God, the, if they weren't done, if they didn't make another big move, Adoree Jackson was cut by the Tennessee Titans at the ripe old age of 25 years old for no good reason. No good reason. I've talked with many Titans fans. I've talked with, shout out to my buddies Link and Gasmine. For, they're, they're baffled? Yes, they're, they're baffled. They hate J-Rob. They hate that GM so much, along with the majority of Titans fans. They hate their GM so much, who made a horrible decision in cutting a Dory Jackson at 25 years old when he was a really good number one corner in... In uh, in Tennessee. Well, he ain't Tennessee anymore. He's in <laughs> New York now. They signed the New York Giants, signed the Dory Jackson, and and even though like I am very kind of eh on PFF, he did, however, have the a top five, I believe, the fourth best coverage grade. In in football among corners, according to PFF. So I don't really know. I, I'm I'm very cautious on PFF. But the thing is, Adore Jackson is not going to have as much of a role. He is going to be merely a cog in the machine. A cog in the machine that doesn't even run through him. The, a machine that runs the quite the, the whole defense runs through Leonard Williams and Patrick Graham, but. A secondary that has run through James Bradbury and maybe Jabril Peppers and Logan Ryan, but mostly James Bradbury that runs that secondary. And, and I thought you so tweeted just, that hell of a secondary. Yeah, that, that is a hell of a secondary. Oh, my God. So you, got, you got Bradbury, Jackson, Holmes, Peppers, Ryan, McKinney coming off the bench. Really good stuff. I love this. I love the signing. And this and oh wait, wait a second. I forgot. I forgot to mention one guy. Yeah, by the way, they signed Kyle Rudolph. So just <laughs> yeah. to be clear. Yeah. Just to be clear, they signed Kyle Rudolph and a couple of linebackers who could be starters. So yeah, Kyle Rudolph is a giant as well after some trouble with a foot injury and this and that. And who knows what the hell went on with that. But the problem is, or no problem. No, the opposite of the problem. But fact of the matter is, I don't have to talk about that because the Giants signed him to a two-year, $16 million contract. So, good signing. He's not the tight end that he was in, like, 2012. But what are you going to do? Hey, he, hey he, he's, a, he's a reliable 
option at tight end. Right. That's more than I can than I could have said if Kyle Rudolph wasn't a giant. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Thirty-one years old, six-six. Wow, big body. He and he, as far as I know, he. I don't think he's dropped a pass in two years. I think. Wow. Well, that, well imagine that not dropping passes. Imagine that catching. Yeah, balls. Kyle Rudolph that is making. Yeah, he's he's a he's a reliable reliable guy, reliable weapon. He's he's really good. And I can confidently say that this takes Kyle Pitts off the Giants draft board this year. <laughs> Just right. one. What, you know, one last thing to worry about. Yeah. One less thing to worry about. One one less decision to make. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are they done? I can safely say they're done. I think so. Yes. Okay. There were rumors that they were going out to try Turner, but those were eventually proven false. Again, what are you going to do? I am I, I am far from pissed. I am very, very, no, I can't. very, very, very far from pissed off at this. Very far. No, I can't. I mean, I would be I would be shocked if you were like, I don't know. But I, I'd be shocked if you were even doubtful or negative at all this week. So <laughs> I, w- I would have been very shocked. Um, yeah, it's just. Wow. So, I mean, this indicates to me that the Giants are fed up with losing losing record. Does this change your prediction? You know, you were hoping for eight and eight next year, this year, or the eight and nine or nine eight and nine. eight. Does it's, this, it's the seventeen games has make this changed time. your expectations? I mean, they gotta be I, over five, I, I, you gotta go over five hundred now. I, I don't know if I can predict them to go over five hundred. I'm very conservative because it all sure, depends. Sure. You've been burned all, before. All of this. And I mean all of this depends on Daniel Jones taking that next step and turning into a franchise quarterback. That yeah, that's the key right there. And this is a different offseason. I like to say this is a different offseason from uh, twenty sixteen where where um they signed Olivier Vernon, Janoris Jenkins, and Snacks Harrison. Yeah, those all three good <laughs> players. But the not- year they signed him, but it was it was a desperation move made by a de- desperate guy who was desperately clinging on to his job. Right. <laughs> just uh, just gonna twist the knife in on Jerry Reese, but. Well, I mean, it, 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 they were, it's his fall. Yeah. Like, he put the old knife in his back. So and I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say right now, these moves that the Giants have made, this is not Dave Gettleman. This is Joe Judge. For the first two years of his tenure, Dave Gettleman is one of the worst GMs in football, making mind-boggling moves that made mind-bogglingly negative amounts of sense. And uh, put more stress on you. Yes. It didn't help you sleep at night. Yes, did not. Did, then, <laughs> got, did, got you then, increasingly then, frustrated. Didn't help me much. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so and then, but this is Joe Judge. These, The proof is that the players typically weren't invested in going out and getting these guys. There were recruiting, forget just one player. There were recruiting teams out here. Jabril Peppers flew up from Florida 
to Newark, to the crummy Newark airport, <laughs> just to take Kenny Galladay out to dinner when he wasn't even officially part of the team. Yeah, well, that's that's a commitment right there. I just love to that. take Kenny Galladay out to dinner in Hoboken. If that doesn't... Uh, wait, wait. One more. Logan Ryan ended up taking out Dory Jackson to dinner. I love it. When he was about to sign. And I guarantee those were big sales pitches. Big sales pitches. Yep. They were saying, listen, we want you to be a part of this. Yes. We like you. We love you. Like, we, we want you to be a part of this. We want we're you building go. something, and we want you to be part of the foundation. We want you to be part of the unit. We want you to be part of the machine right. Come that we want to be. Come win we, with us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have a good group of guys. We are. We want you here. We want you to make us even better. And what do you know? They bought into the culture. And this is what Joe Judge brings to a football team. His philosophy has clearly, and I mean clearly, you've got to be blind not to see this. It's clearly rubbed off on the roster. Clearly. I love it. I'm happy for you. The, I mean, you it, see, it, as much as I like seeing you in here frustrated and yelling. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Like Believe me. <laughs> I know frustrated me sure. is, makes better content. I am completely aware. Oh, no. Originally, my rant this week was going to be all the yelling and screaming and how they couldn't sign a damn player. Now, Gettleman should be shot out of a cannon. But this year... <laughs> They they went on the spending spree, stayed under a salary cap that yeah. was cut by nearly $20 million, yes. if not more than that. So they went out. They signed all these players. They restructured the contracts. By the way, they restructured the contracts of James Bradbury and Blake Martinez and converted them to signing bonuses. Yep. So another W of a move for the Giants' free agency period who have made nothing but good moves. Like, I have not seen a single bad move this offseason. Not a single one. And they, they let Dalvin Tomlinson go, but hey, Dalvin Tomlinson is a luxury good. He was a defensive tackle on a team chalked full of them. Yeah. And if you think that, that like, that tight end or, like, the one other easily replaceable position is easy to replace, if you think punter is an easily replaceable position... Let me show you defensive tackle. <laughs> Literally, you you stand there and push the pocket. All you need to do is have a good bench press and auto move your legs and push the pocket and stop the run. That's literally all you need to do as a defensive tackle. Dalvin Tomlinson, as good as he was at that job, sure. he was a luxury good. Right. When you have Dexter Lawrence playing limited snaps and playing arguably better than you, that kind of sucks. Kind of sucks, but we got to let you go. But that's how it works. It's a business. So, yeah. Yeah, and that is what separates this offseason from the 2016 one. They went out and they made the right moves. They didn't just make big moves. They made the right ones. That's the difference. That's the answer. I have so you're, wait, you're, you're ready for the season to start tomorrow. 
I said, well, they still got the draft to worry about. Oh, yeah, that's right. Still got the draft to worry about. And, and, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll, start, we'll start getting into that. I'll start watching some film. Currently, my, my Giants big board right now of players that could be taken. Wide receivers, you got Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle. There's no way that the the Giants like get Jamar Chase. There's no way that happens. Okay, let's look at this weekly <laughs> shitty CBS. Well, okay, go back up. Go okay, back up okay, to the okay. first overall pick. Okay. L- let's well, criticize our weekly shitty mock draft. We're yes. going to make this a weekly this, thing. Okay, this comes courtesy of uh, CBS Sports. CBS Sports, consistently the worst. As of uh, March 20, what, 24th, 2021. Okay, round one. <laughs> okay. We're only going to be reviewing first round mocks yes, until I eventually get fed up. Sure. And Okay, so... Number one, Trevor Lawrence to the Jaguars. Okay. Number two, Zach Wilson to the Jets. Okay. Number three, now this is where we see our first problem. Sure. Justin Fields to the Dolphins. Why? <laughs> Why do you? <laughs> They've given you, up already. You don't take a quarterback from Ohio State with the third overall pick. And also, you got Tua Tungovaloa. You got Tua. <laughs> Yeah. And that's where the problem started. Number four, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jalen Waddle. <laughs> they have the Falcons taking Jalen Waddle fourth. Are you sure this wasn't made by Barry McCockner? <laughs> and okay, and then the Bengals, fifth overall, with Sewell on the board, take Jamar Chase. Number five. Jamar Chase, fantastic player. Great player. He's gonna be a star. But you don't take him number five overall with right. Penny Sewell on the board. No. And then number six. Oh, God. God. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers the Car- select <laughs> Trey Lance. Why? Trey Lance. Why? And then number seven lines take Devontae Smith. Okay, fair. Yeah. Number eight. Okay. And then the Panthers traded up yes, with the yeah, Eagles. Panthers, yeah, the Eagles go- they would have gotten him at eight. Yeah. And that's yeah. what the hell? Yeah, there's no need. Yeah, there's no need to trade. Two okay, picks, okay. Right? Number eight, Eagles take Kyle Pitts. Fair. Number nine, Broncos take Penny Sewell because he fell in their lap. Fair. The oh my God. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys take Trayvon Morig safety with Sertan and Farley on the board. <laughs> on the board, yes. And then the Giants, they, t- oh my God. I love this. Uh, oh the, my God. The, uh, <laughs> Azizo Jolari, the caption says, Dave Gettleman has done a damn good job on the free agency front over the past two weeks. He didn't do crap. Like he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come on. Oh my God. Azizo Jolari, linebacker out of uh, Georgia. I do with, 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 with Jalen Phillips and, so many other great guys on the board with Parsons on the board. Yeah. Oh my God. Richie Grant goes to the 49ers. Great. The Chargers take Christian Darasaw before. Oh my God. Who who's the, the number one tackle in this draft? Oh my God. I keep blanking. It was Slater. Before Slater. Okay, scroll back up. Okay, they take Christian Darasaw over Rashawn Slater. So that that's another thing that's wrong with this picture. The the, the Vikings take Quiddy Pay. I said okay. The Patriots take Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa, linebacker on Notre Dame. Don't know who that guy is. Over over Caleb Farley, who the who the Cardinals end up taking. Cards, yes. 
and then the the Raiders select Rashawn Slater at number 17. Yeah, there's no way. And then the Miami Dolphins double down on their stupidity <laughs> and take Rashad <laughs> like Bateman and take Rashad Bateman over Patrick Sertan. Yeah. The 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 Washington team of football takes Tevin Jenkins over Patrick Sertan. <laughs> the, the the Chicago Bears take Andre Sisco over Patrick Sertan. The I'm Indianapolis Colts take Rondale Moore over Patrick Sertan. The Tennessee Titans take Asante Samuel Jr. over Patrick Sertan. The New York Jets select Alex Leatherwood over Patrick Sertan. The Pittsburgh Steelers select Jalen Phillips over Patrick Sertan. Ah, and go. then somehow at number 25, Patrick Sertan goes to the Jaguars. You have a job, how? <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Now this is all mock stuff. You can make anything you well you could you they, they should be paying you to do this. Do I do a better job? Oh my god. No, I'm gonna make mocks. Screw and no okay. Micah Parsons somehow goes at number 29. Yeah, to the Green somehow. Bay Packers. Yeah. Somehow Micah yeah. Parsons goes at 29. A guy who was ranked sixth <laughs> by CBS's prospect yeah. board. Right. Sixth. Not not just the sixth best linebacker, the sixth best player in the draft. Player. Yes. Does not fall to number 20. This buffoon has 29. a job? Yeah, this is... Uh, How? Who do we credit for this? Uh, Chris Trapasso wrote this six hours ago. Refer me to who your boss is. Well, I'd be, that would be CBS, so. No, who knows the person, his manager, whoever that, the hell that, he I, is. That I don't know. That I don't oh know. So that's uh, CBS's sports. Uh, sports. This draft. makes my brain hurt. Yeah. It's, uh, seriously, I'm getting a headache from this. Uh, you should get a headache from I'm this. I'm getting a headache from this. Definitely a headache inducing. What the hell? Oh my god, that is so stupid. It's definitely headache inducing. That is so stupid. Oh my god. Oh my god, there, 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 there's another mo Okay, NFL.com. NFL okay. Courtesy of uh, Bucky Brooks. Okay, the Bucky Brooks is bad. But we don't know how much worse. Okay, Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence. Okay, New York Tech, Penny Sewell. Okay. Even though I'd personally go with Zach Wilson because they already broke Sam Darnold. Okay. Yeah. Miami Jamar Dolphins Chase. take Jamar Chase yes. with Sewell off the board. Yes. Okay. Atlanta Falcons take Zach Wilson. Okay. okay. And this is where it's shit goes <laughs> off the rails. The Cincinnati Bengals take Rashawn Slater. Yeah. Position of need, big reach. Philadelphia Eagles take Justin Fields. Ohio State, everybody. <laughs> Detroit Lions take Jalen Waddell. Again, the Chase and Waddle going before Smith. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the Carolina Panthers take Trey Lance again in this draft. Detroit Lions take Caleb Farley. Or not, not Detroit right. Lions. Uh, Dem Denver Broncos, yeah. The, the Denver Broncos take Caleb Farley. Uh, Dallas Cowboys take Elijah Vera Tucker, O-lineman for some reason. And then the Giants take Gregory Rousseau with... <laughs> <laughs> They're comparing him to JPP, my friends. So. With Devontae Smith yes. on the board. Yes. They take Gregory Rousseau. Then a finally, project! Then finally, Patrick Sertan. Goes Patrick Sertan. The oh, no, 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 no. The big fall around this board is not Sertan. It's Smith. Chargers Good take point. Kyle Pitts. Okay, okay. makes sense. Quiddy pay to the Vikings. Okay. okay, makes sense. Micah Parsons to the Patriots. Somehow falls 15. Okay, right. makes sense. J.C. Horn to the Cardinals. Okay, 
Makes sense. Jeremiah Usukaramo to the readers. Okay, makes sense. Not Devontae Smith. Miami Dolphins, Najee Harris over Devontae Smith. Although they already took their receiver earlier in the draft. Let's be fair. And then the Washington <laughs> of... Uh, is this guy on Dan Snyder's payroll? He might be. There's yeah. no way that he falls to yeah. 19. Or if he's going well, to the they, WTF. They, they win the Devonta Smith lottery. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You might as well call it a draft lottery. Okay. Then Christian Darasaw. The Jalen Phillips to the Colts. The Colts, yeah. Okay, and then the, a, just that I don't care ball. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no big fallers here. No. No big fallers. Nope. Anyways, it's the, uh, yeah, the, the, the fun. The, the, this is. Mock draft fun, everybody. Mock draft the, fun. The, this is, I, I, <laughs> that, that, this, this, this isn't fun. This is, this is awful. Yeah, somebody, somebody get Karen Woolley some Advil, everybody. He's got a headache this big. and uh, I do this. <laughs> this big. I pay you to do this. These guys get paid thousands. They get paid a lot of money to do These this. These guys get paid thousands to do this. Yeah, well, that's the result. So. These guys, these guys get talk about over, talk about overpaid, man. My God, <laughs> dude, about, you, you want to screw free agency? These guys are the overpaid man. ones. Yeah, talk about overpaid. So, but hey, well, I mean, hey, uh, hey, if, if you're if. Your biggest complaint of the week is the this crazy these crazy mock drafts. Things are going good. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is, this is a happy week. I, I want to throw in some something yelly in there. Okay. You want, no, you just no, just to, no, just to snip and put on YouTube. You did a good job. So that's yes. Uh, anything else you want to add on the Giants? Uh, there might be something else I'm forgetting. Okay, but I I, I don't know. It's just gonna check 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 the check the Twitter check the check the tweet machine. Yes, for sure. Like unless something for sure. Unless hell just froze over. But uh, yeah, I would say pretty good week. Pretty good week. Man. And it's only March, everybody. I <laughs> and it's only March. Let's hope you can stay this happy till the season yes. starts. So funny. Gotta love it. <clears throat> Man. Gotta love it. Yeah, they, I, I mean... Yeah, I haven't seen you this happy in a while, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, if I may, uh, baseball starts mm, in a week. Yes, in a week. <laughs> you, you gotta be a pretty, uh, you gotta be pretty excited to see that start. I mean, yes, yeah, thank yeah. God. Okay. Spring training. The Yankees lost five, nothing. The Blue Jays, but uh, I, I don't care. Yeah, about Yankees, Yankees, Yankees Orioles on Friday. So, uh, I mean, you gotta care in as much as everybody seems to be playing pretty well. Pitching looks great. Oh, this rotation. Ooh. Rotation is ready. They're ready, the, the, they're ready the, to go the, right This now, rotation dude. looks fantastic. You got Garrett Cole being Garrett Cole. Um, uh, I mean, Corey Kluber looking looking, looking great. Yeah, he's his, looking uh, like Cy like Young. His, yeah, in his Corey spring Kluber. training innings, who's looking like... And somewhat of a fragment of what he was 
a fragment I mean, in Cleveland. Yeah, you got it. Even if he's a fragment, I mean, that's pretty. It's a good fragment, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Domingo Herman, been nothing but great. He is going to be the five starter. Heading to as this as year. the shoot, he's the man. He's the number five. He's I I've, I mean I've always said. Well, he's going to be the number. He's going to be the number four until Severino okay. comes back, and then the number five is probably going to be someone like. Uh, okay, so uh, let's Hello, see. Kluber quote everything we could have hoped. For. Okay, let's see. Uh, uh, Great Cole, Okay, let's see. Uh, Cole Kluber, Tyon, uh, yeah, Herman, Herman and, Mon- Montgomery. Yeah. So one of those guys is going to have to fall after Severino. What a, comes back. What a great problem to have, dude. Come on. What a great problem to have. Uh, depth? Yeah, but, yeah, depth, but also... Pitching depth? Oh, Starting the, pitching uh, depth? Yeah, but Davey Garcia is... that He's looked like ass in spring training. I mean, if that's your biggest problem, then... And, and you know yeah, he's yeah, got... Yeah. You know no, he's got the stuff. He's got the stuff. And it's, it's weird with him. And how old is he? Like, what, 20... 21, 22. Yeah. Yeah, Come he, on. He, he, he's, he can turn into something good, but, yeah. Get, but he yeah, is no he, he's no Domingo Herman or Jordan Montgomery. So, No. I mean, you know, out of everybody, if one maybe doesn't start out yeah, the like The, the debate like, <laughs> is settled at this point. Domingo Herman is the Yankees' five-starter, yeah. okay? Which, again, uh, you know, before he got suspended, having a pretty good year. So that's... Uh, it's good to know. I guess he stayed in shape this whole time. I guess he threw some balls this whole time. He didn't let himself go. And uh, the attitude's still there. Just got to stop being an idiot. Play, and play hey, 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 he recently got married. Really? Okay, I guess it <laughs> he all... Got, he got married to the same girl. So okay, so I guess weird. it all worked out, huh? That must, yeah, been a, yeah. it must have been an awkward wedding. Yeah, it <laughs> must have been a weird wedding. Yeah. It must have been an awkward wedding. Oof, the in-laws probably don't like him. <laughs> uh, well, in Baltimore Orioles news, uh, Chris Davis placed on the 60-day IL uh, back injury, uh, a.k.a. they're burying him because he can't... He's ba- He can't hit a ball. I might, wait, 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 wait. The Orioles placed Chris Davis on the 60-day I believe, I believe they did. Oh, yes. no. uh, oh they, they, they're, bar- oh. they're burying him. They still have to pay him, but they basically they're keeping him off the roster. So yes. Yikes. <laughs> because uh, he can't hit over 200, and uh, he can't hit. He just can't hit. And, uh, yeah, this is why. And, I mean, it sucked for me because uh, they're going to be gun-shy and doing any major signings for, for, for a while now so yeah i i can't even really think of one that's worked out in the last i don't know how many years so yeah well i mean they're 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 rebuilding they're going they're, <laughs> uh, and what's the p word again progress yes okay yes. we may see some saw a little bit last year saw some shining lights last year so to that Ryan Mountcastle scares me to death. He should <laughs> that Ryan Mountcastle. He should, and uh, you know, hopefully Mancini is back to form. So that, his, I, I'm, I'm, the after, Orioles might be a pain in the ass for the Yankees. Surviving cancer and uh, it might be a little pain in the ass. I, hey man, if they just play spoiler, I'd be happy, pretty happy with that. Don't play spoiler. And they have yeah. no expectations. Uh, Fangraph said they had zero percent chance yeah. of making the playoffs. Zero, zero. Which hopefully maybe lights a fire under their ass at least. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could yeah. be. Yeah. Could be the case. Yeah, for sure. 
But yeah, opening day, one week, man. Yeah, one week until opening day. New York Yankees play against the Toronto Blue Jays. It'll be Garrett Cole most definitely on the mound. I think he. I think he's earned it. I think he's earned think. it. Yes. Um, also, did I, I see the Yankees are playing in the Field of Dreams game this yeah, year? That, yeah, I, I know they're playing in the Field of Dreams game this year. That how do we how do we get into that? It's probably probably got to be Kevin Costner. You're Kevin, no Kevin Costner by no, any he chance. Doesn't. No, he does not. No, he does not. So, um, wow. So we got we may be able to actually go to a game this year. So there's a very good chance we'll be. I may go down to Camden Yards at some point. Oh, you got it. You got. Just, I mean, I mean, say the the stadium's going to be pretty twenty five percent. Stadium's going to be pretty vacant. Twenty five percent. They're going to allow eleven thousand people in at Camden Yards. That's the typical attendance, anyway. Yeah. Oh, and you know, breaking news. Last Friday, I got my shot. Oh, 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 I forgot to talk about. Very nice. Yes. You got the the I first did. shot. You got, got the. I got my Bill Gates microchip, everybody. Yes, you you you're getting tracked now. Congrats. I, I you know what. what if you tried to track me, guess where you'll find me? Right in this chair that I'm sitting yes, in right now. Yes, you're not, you're not this, doing anything. I'm in. I'm pretty much in the studio or the other studio or between there or at home sleeping. That's pretty much, that's my life right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's no use in track and needing to track me. Uh, whoever's tracking me, you just wasted a microchip. But Yeah, congrats. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was lucky to score an appointment at the building that our other studio is at. Oh, yeah, the Bellworks yeah, place. Yeah, so they did it. They have an indoor basketball court in their big giant space in there, and that's where I got That's where I got the shot. It uh, didn't even hurt, so, uh, you know. Well, once, yeah, so, well, you get to a certain age, shots don't even hurt. Yeah, but this one, I literally did not feel it. I was like, oh, I looked over, and there was a needle in my arm. I was like, oh, all right, afterwards. If, they, if you look, it makes it hurt, though. Yeah, probably. If you look, it, it makes you aware of everything. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, our arm was sore for maybe a couple of days, but no side yes, effects. That, that's with, with every shot. I, although I heard the second shot. That's what I'm hearing, too. The second shot is the one that, that like knocks you on your ass. It's like, because remember, it's like the, the vaccines. Like, again, I'm not a doctor, but but I know that each vaccine, it gives you a little bit of, a, bit of the disease that it's meant to stop. So, so your body can... You know, kind of fight against it, so it knows. Yeah, it's supposed to be a good thing. It's like that; it knows what to, what to expect, right? If it actually comes in, and I remember there was this thing on, like I saw it on Discord. It was this Twitter account, like Breaking Nine One One. Apparently, broke that all oh, three people fully vaccinated got COVID, and I'm like, um, uh, yeah, you, you know, vaccines they. The vaccines aren't supposed to completely. Well, I mean, they are supposed to immunize it from. Ideally, but, yes. <laughs> but the va- vaccines aren't always effective, jackass. No, but you know. vaccines are not. Hey, hey, if it, I'm, people get the flu shot, they still get the flu. Right. That's the big reason why the, the people are deferring from the flu shot. Right. So, uh,. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I'm halfway vaccinated. I get my second one in like three weeks. Oh, which shot are you getting? The, uh, it's the, the Moderna. 
Oh yeah, that that's the one that that's the one that people are getting Supposedly, around here from, yeah. from what I heard. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm hearing if you want to go see a ball game, you need to provide proof of immunization or a negative test uh, in the last 72 hours. So I'll be able to show my card and get into a baseball game. Awesome. Oh shit! Totally. That cool. that, that might actually pressure me to get vaccinated earlier. Yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> oh, sports. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, like, like I was like I was sitting there and I'm like ah, I'm not gonna get vaccinated until college because I'm 17 years sure. old. I I have a completely clean bill of health. Right. And right now, technically not eligible, but soon open up to under 18. I I, I hope. I hope. But I mean, like, well, they, you, you, can, you can rest easy coming in here with me and even though we're like seven feet apart yeah like gabe that i somehow i i haven't gotten the the COVID yet yeah well i mean you know i'm in here you know i see people like you're, that i you're mean home the, playing destiny too like well, it's a, like, you know yeah. we kind of live in our own bubbles it's like i mean that i mean that this virus said no it never hasn't gotten me in the year it's been around so do you even remember where have you been sick even i don't even i don't remember even remember you even being sick did we ever miss a week because you were sick? Um, actually, we missed episode two. It was actually recorded a week late because I had the flu. Wow! Because I had the flu the week before. Right. Wow. Okay. Well, that was real. Early and there on. were a, a couple of times where I came in here where I had like a headache or a sore throat or something like that. Oh, Pre-COVID. Yeah. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Yeah, this is like a year ago, or well, more than a year ago. But well, no better cure for uh, uh, the sniffles or a headache. Than podcasting, yes. While sports, you, you know, you just yell a little bit, bam, it's gone. It's pretty awesome. Yes, yes. Podcasting, <laughs> podcasting cures all. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, I'm just checking the MLBs, not MLB trade rumors. MLB schedule. I, I um, I'm wondering who's opening things up next week. Uh, because I have no, I have no idea. Not, all right, yeah, Blue Jays. The Yankees, Yankees will, the Yankees and Blue Jays will lead off the, wow, the twenty twenty one Major League Baseball season. The very first pitch will be thrown by Garrett Cole. Wow. And the Blue Jays somehow haven't even figured out an opening day starter, <laughs> which literally they have Yunjin Ryu, a Cy Young nominee. Yeah. On their roster, yeah, so, he'll, he'll probably be so good. No, no, nothing will, nothing should be complicated. Yeah. And uh, Orioles start off the season in Boston at the Red Sox. Uh, Jonathan Means, there versus I, Eduardo Rodriguez. I hesitate to call him an ace, but he's 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 pretty good. We'll, he's their number one. <sighs> yeah, we don't have a Garrett Cole. Not, we don't not, have a Corey not, Kluber. Not, not yet, at least. We don't have a Tyon. Well. <laughs> I, I yeah, I hesitate to say the Orioles. Oh, oh Mets, Nats. Oh, Degrom versus Scherzer. Oh, should be a duel. Whoa. Should be a duel. <laughs> That's gonna end like two to one. Let's hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, you want to talk about a close one? Let's hope so. Let's, maybe Francisco Lindor will porch one against the off of Max Scherzer. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. And then the Yankees have the day off Friday. Yeah, that's the uh, the built-in yeah. rain day. Yeah, opening day day off. Yeah, they have the uh, they have the day off on well, Friday well, on Good Friday, and then on Saturday it's right back in business. It'll probably be the, the Kluber versus whoever the Blue Jays number two is. Yeah. Wow, this is it. We're getting 162 this year. 
Yeah, None of the sixty day, be, sixty game crap. It's gonna be big. Is gonna oh, be something. All right. Well, I'm I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I, I gotta renew my MLB.com, my MLB app subscription, so I can watch games. I like how there's like two interleague series with the, or there might be more. Yeah. Than two. Hold hold on. Yeah, there's one. Okay, so. Uh, Rays Marlins. Yes. Twins Brewers and Giants Mariners. Yep. Oh, so it's a That's three me. interleague yeah, yeah, series yeah, yeah. to open up season. That, and the Yankees played an interleague to open up the season last year, but again, the COVID. So, yeah. That's how that happened. Yeah. So, this will be fun. So, this, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. Now on uh on another no another positive note yes. uh, the, the New Jersey Devils they've actually uh they've actually picked up a few few points in their um in their recent games in their little conquest of uh, Philadelphia <laughs> and it all started with a win against the Buffalo Sabers <laughs> it did so they've been uh, last sixteen four one and one which we uh we would have never uh <laughs> we were doom and glooming as as early as last week. Uh, don't worry. And this is I know, no, don't I know, worry. This team know, is still not, terrible. This team is still awful. I know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start printing out my playoff tickets quite yet. But um, yeah, it was about a week ago that uh, New Jersey pulled off a win in regulation against the Buffalo Sabers, and then uh, yeah, they, they've they won. Uh, they've won three of their last four since then. They beat the Pittsburgh Penguins at home three to two. They lost the Pens. On Saturday, but they beat the Penguins in Pittsburgh thanks to a beautiful shootout goal. Or not shootout, overtime. Overtime, yeah. Overtime winner by Jesper Rice. You see that little wraparound? Wrap wraparound, yep. He saw the opening. He went for it. And then uh, last night on national television, the Devils beat the Philadelphia Flyers oh. by a score of 4 3. They almost blew it. They almost, blew they, it. they almost did it. They almost did did the thing to me where they blew it, but thankfully, Mackenzie Blackwood. Thank, thank goodness. So let's look at let's look at the box score from the game last night. Yes. We don't we don't have to look through everything yes. all week. So let's, let's look at the uh the team stats. Uh, Andreas Janssen had an assist. Much needed point for him. Igor Sharangovich, one goal, one assist for two points. Travis Zajac, the eternally existing Travis Zajac, one he, goal, one assist for two points. He well, this line, which they're calling the STK line. The stake line. <laughs> the stake. Why why not the you to, I don't know why just because just because it spells out steak, the the Zajac Sharangovich Kolkin uh, in line, just because it sounds cool. Yeah, the steak line. Why not line. the the YZ J line? I guess that just not doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't roll off the tongue. That the steak line is what people are calling it. But again, I I don't like to give nicknames to lines too early because when <laughs> they inevitably crash and burn. Then they have to break up the right, line. Right, but come on, man. Was it four assists, two goals? Dude, Yannick Hulkinen, he has been a stud He's been earning lately. his paycheck, man. Dude, Yannick Hulkinen, he's a piece of this team. Yeah. Michael McLeod, goal scorer in this one. Kyle Palmieri as well with a goal with just a little bit remaining in the Oh, first I love period. those last second goals. Those definitely happen us. And then Sean Couturier. Yes, they do. <laughs> and then, and then Sean Couturier scored 
Yeah, put in put a couple in, goals. Put in too too little, too late. But yeah, just uh, them. I was sitting there. I'm like, oh god. I always hate these big leads though. When it's too I always early. hate them. Yeah, always. it's it's always big. I remember after the end of the second period, I'm like, oh my god, what the what the what year is it? 2012. Yeah, it's 4-1. Uh, what's going on? So like I thought like I thought the clock turned back to 2012, but <laughs> so you thought you went back in time. I thought I went back in time. I'm like, oh my god, dude, we're we're wed wed. Oh my god, you're looking for Patrick Elias. <laughs> it's like I'm not like I'm looking for like Ilya Kovalchuk, Zach Parise, David Clarkson, it's like the Dinosubris, <laughs> Bryce <laughs> Salvador, Ryan Carter, <laughs> oh. Andy Green, Andy Green, man, so- Peter Harold, <laughs> Ty Smith, also with a pair of assists on that night. So. Really good stuff from the Devils lately, although... Yeah, and they're still on this crazy schedule, by the way. That although COVID the Devils do have tomorrow night and Friday back, night. Back-to-back games. A back-to-back in dreaded. Washington against the Capitals. So, yeah, that's two losses. And then they play the Bruins. Yeah, have they first... beat the Capitals this year? I don't know. No, yeah, no, okay. no. How about, what? They got two against Boston, though. Yeah, that, yeah, do get my, my, Automa- my automatic win, everybody. <laughs> automatic <laughs> win. Thank you for jinxing it, by the way. But yeah, I just wanted to put some thoughts on the Devils, and that they and they also called up one of their more intriguing prospects today. Um, I believe the college season ended, or I don't know if it ended or not, but the New Jersey Devils called up. One of their intriguing prospects, fourth round pick from 2019, Tice Thompson, who I put his stats up on Twitter. Um, I'll just I'll just read them out from. Okay, oh, I have them right up here. His stats in the last two years at Providence College in 2019, 2020, he had 19 goals, 25 assists, 44 points in 34 games. Nice. So a point per game. Yes. And then. This year, 2020-2021, he had 11 goals, 14 assists, 25 points in 25 games. So exactly nice. a point per game. So really, really, really good stuff. I've always been intrigued by him. He's obviously under the radar. He's an under the radar guy, and I've been excited to see him for the last couple of years. So I'll see what happens with him. Who knows where he's going to be slotted in. But nonetheless, it's intriguing. Dude, kid can play. Kid can play. That's all. I, that's all I like to see. Yeah, let's see if he can fit in on uh, he on a line. To the Devils today. All right. I'll probably be a healthy scratch, but you never know. He could replace Nick Merkley. Yeah. <laughs> I love looking at like my tweets. It's like, did my ears just pick up on the NBCSN guys praising, praising the Mark, the Mark Rank? Rank. <laughs> Of course, it's Brian Boucher. Yes. <laughs> the goal in the final 30 seconds of the period by the eternally existing Travis Ajak. <laughs> no, wait, scroll down, scroll down. Who's <laughs> the most random NHL player you can think of? And then I put Michael, Michael, Michael Ryder. Ryder. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hang on. I want to look at their April schedule, so... Yes, and, uh, Jesus. Li- Still a lucrative schedule. Uh yeah, it's tough. Four in a row against the Rangers at mid month. That's gonna that's gonna be painful. The Rangers have been playing better lately too. That could be an interesting week. We'll keep close tabs on that. Oh one. God! Keep close tabs. It's Th- gonna one. be close. Yeah, and then they round out the rest of the season in May, and then 
I mean, probably don't make the playoffs. That's probably where they'll end. Well, let's take a look at the standings the here. Place, uh, the <laughs> Devils are currently eight points out of a playoff spot. They need to pull off something real stupid to make up an eight point deficit. Yeah, all, yeah I mean, Boston's the number four team. <laughs> Can they, they just they, play the they, Bruins they, for the rest of the season? They need to do something crazy to make the playoffs. Yeah. They they need to do something like really, really, really crazy. Although what's um, funny like, is the Devils have like the second best record in the division on the road. Right, but the the home record is atrocious. They, they just can't yeah, they, they can't. Four, eleven, and twelve. Why why can they change something? I, I don't know. Can they maybe change the lighting or something? I don't know. Like it's like what how is there something that they could do? I, I, Besides play better. I don't know. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Can you look at the Buffalo Sabres schedule? Yes, I can. We will go over to... Let's look at the, the schedule for the, the Buffalo Sabres. Okay, so the Buffalo Sabres have been on a very bad losing streak. Yeah, well, they've, uh, they've, they've, they've got the Penguins, Boston Flyers. Yeah, I mean, they're... Yeah. They, oh, dude, I, they haven't won a game since? Okay, let's look at when their last win was. Their last win. No, no, no. You're going to have to scroll up even higher. No, oh, no, no. Not not even in the month oh, of March. Really? They haven't even won in... Oof. Their last win oh, was uh, against, against the, the Devils. Devils. <laughs> yeah, it was against the Devils. Was it? Yeah, it, it was. against the Devils. On, April, on uh, February 20th? February 23rd. February 23rd. February it's been a month. It's been crap. a month. A wow. month since they won. And the first team to deal them a loss on this losing streak was the New Jersey Devils. Wow. So I mean... I mean, what the team right above them? That's not. That's no shock, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. I mean, you know, I thought it was tough being a Devils fan, but imagine not winning for a whole month. This is torture. That's, that's, the yeah, Devils have probably the Devils have gone through stuff like that before. Sure. Please. Yeah. For sure, but I, this is. I'll, I'll just take. I'll insane. take four. I'll, I'll take four one and one though. Man. This is just insane, though. My God. I'll take the, I'll take that streak is, any day of, any day of the week, is, man. Oh my god! Any just, day of the week makes my brain hurt a little bit, right? A little bit. I mean, I thought they were done for after they got like <laughs> they got twelve goals goals scored on them by the Rangers a couple weeks ago in the span yeah. of two games. Yeah, that was. I uh, yeah, I thought that was it, uh, but then they went on and beat Boston the next day, so. This team makes no sense. No, it really doesn't. This is weird, and it's it's fun to watch. No, you can't. You have to admit that some of these guys are fun to watch. Like the young players, they're in the right direction. Oh yeah, that's my whole point with the Devils. They're heading in the right direction, and the P word, progress. Good progress. They're making the progress. They're making the good progress. Right. And this, it's things should be getting better. I actually mean that this time. Yeah. Well, we got a month and a half to to watch. Uh, <laughs> yes. Watch for more p words, everybody. Yes. Yes. Um, and other sports news. Uh, did you see the big uh, boxing announcement? Oh God. <laughs> tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Uh, well, um, that would be uh, the return of Iron Mike Tyson. Oh no. Versus Evander Holyfield. They have, Wait. They have hammered out the agreement. No way. Have, oh uh, my god. They have agreed 
on a finance on the financial aspect and uh the battle for the bitten ears part three is gonna happen i think in may i think may 24th may me, 24th uh, wow let me see if i can nail wow. down the exact date i wish i was uh i was somewhat shocked i was i was happy though i'm i i would say what you want about tyson but he is he is fun to watch confirmed for may may 29th wow may 29th ladies is it, and gentlemen. dude this is gonna be good may 29th um yeah when last they met uh yeah there was <laughs> somebody somebody lost an ear <laughs> yeah it was not good oh, dude, i love these old man fights now who do you think is who do you think is gonna win you, you think it's gonna be tyson well, yeah, so... You got Tyson. He's the one who's been in the ring. Right. In the last, you know, 25 years. Uh, he was, as, I mean, what, two, three months ago, he was in the ring. So, the, uh, let's see here. Is this a current, I'm looking for current stats here. Oh, Holyfield, Tyson... I guess three. Did they, have they set up a website yet? <laughs> uh, definitely confirm. I'm looking for for current stats. Do, though, do they have a? No, no. Look, look, look at their stats, like as fighters individually. Okay. Oh, okay. We could do that. No, they got it right there. Oh yeah, right there. They had. Yeah. Well, this is from the first fight. Oh. Mike Tyson was yeah 45 and one. He lost, of course, to James Buster Douglas. Yeah, but he got the title back. <laughs> uh yeah he did but this uh this this is big said hey thought i'll be able to see a tyson holyfield fight and said some that's right yeah you life. never saw you 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 only read the legend of the, uh, the the other two i've seen video clips yeah the build as the sound and the fury the one they they last met june 28th 1997 dude um Tyson bit up part of Holyfield's ear, then was disqualified from the match, and he lost his boxing license. <laughs> yes, controversy, everybody. Controversy. Bloody, bloody ears. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I don't think there'll be any ear biting this time. Apparently Tyson and Holyfield are actually cool now. <laughs> yeah, this would be a good it's, fight. It's it's a, old, old Mike Tyson is a lot nicer than young Mike Tyson. Oh yeah, young Mike Tyson was hard. He was well, horrible, but he had—I mean, he was a—he was a killer, though. Yeah, that was his job—was to literally beat people in the ring. That's the attitude you want on a fighter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, yeah, actually, spent, there's a there's a great clip on YouTube if you uh, you ever have time. There's a it's a basically a 47 minute clip of all of Tyson's knockouts, Ooh. and it is fun to watch. And there's a little voiceover like, like, commentary. You, you watch it, like Mike Tyson knockout compilations is something great. That, that you watch when it's, you're bored. It's so entertaining. So basically, you know, they just cut to the meat of the fight, which in his instance usually would, would literally be about 44 seconds into the first round when you yes. just start knocking guys out. And uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty amazing. This, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely. Uh, Definitely looking forward to this. Although, let's, um, I am wondering. So, Holyfield is, uh, 
58. He's almost. He's, he's. I mean, he's. What senior citizens? What fifty over fifty five? Or that's AARP. What's senior citizen age? Sixty. He's Maybe. almost there. Yeah, they. I mean, they're they're they both up pretty much collect social security at this point. But I, you know, I mean, fifty eight in twenty twenty one terms. You know, where we, you know, where we we know to be healthy and there's modern medicine. Not as old as. 58 for a professional boxer, though. Right. That's old. Yeah. So. <laughs> Did Evander Holyfield's ear grow back? <laughs> to click on that. To just click on that. Um, mysteriously, pieces of Evander Holyfield disappeared during the ambulance ride. So they lost the piece of the ear. They got bitten off. So it wasn't. They couldn't even reattach it then. <laughs> so they closed up the wound and they, they weren't able to reattach the missing piece. And his left ear was bruised, but it remained intact. So, so yeah, I guess he's still missing a piece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, geez, man, at least you got a good story out of it. <laughs> I mean, ooh, I wonder what are um, what's the purse here? That's a, that's all. That's all. What I always want to know. Yeah. Um, how how much are they making? I mean, it's still in the millions. So. Let's see. Nope, that's that's old news from TMZ. Well, if I find it, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll we'll put it up here. We'll we'll talk about it. But um, the the terms weren't released yet. All right. Well, millions. They stand. Yes. To, they stand to make probably millions. A massive, massive payday. So, um, no, these guys look good. They look a little thinner. You know, they're not like as as beefed up as they were in their fighting days. No, this is going to be an exhibition. Yeah, should should be good though. All right, <laughs> so, there's your exciting boxing news of the day. I mean, I'm, I mean, what else is going on in the? It's boxing not like world? these guys hate each other like they used to. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. This is basically Stallone, or this this is Rocky and Apollo Creed at the end of Rocky Three. <laughs> yeah. Like ding ding. Yeah, this is this is what okay, this is what would have happened. If Apollo didn't get killed, because remember, like Apollo said in Rocky Three, now you remember we got a deal. Yep. Like he said, it's like we got a deal. You owe me one. <laughs> you owe me one, stallion. Yeah. So uh, March Madness also been happening. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> oh, we're an hour into recording. We just start talking about March Madness. Jesus. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, we had other things to talk about. Such oh as the my God. Dude, but I gotta talk about this. Dude, look. Is there like an official bracket that you can look at? Just uh, so I can see. Sure, we can. No, I, I didn't do one this year. I never. I didn't either. Just ever. I, it was so. Ever. There we go. Ever do a bracket. I never do brackets. Why? Because I like to watch the yes, it's too unpredictable. I can't predict it. All right. So, um, to get everything straight, Oral Roberts, a 15 seed, <laughs> beat Ohio State, yeah, a two seed, first round man in the first round, Gotta and love then it. in the second round they beat number seven Florida. Yeah. And now they are in the Sweet 16. Look at them against uh, playing number three Arkansas, Face, facing number three Arkansas. So yeah, there's just our stuff up. Uh, the, give a shout out to the uh, local boys, uh, Rutgers. 
Yeah, who, they, they, uh, pulled uh, they, they pulled off a win and yeah. they, they almost beat Houston. They almost beat Houston, but hey, what are you going to do? But Rutgers, I'll say one thing about these guys. Once they learn how to shoot, yeah. Once they learn how to shoot, they'll they'll uh, they'll be all right. Uh, number four Purdue lost to number thirteen UNT. Yeah, they lost to North Texas, <laughs> which is f- it's an inside joke with us regarding UNT. Oh, uh, yeah. Dang, Rutgers, man, that would have been cool. Rutgers versus Syracuse. We would have seen the Sweet Sixteen. Rutgers, yeah. Syracuse, that that would have been fun, but hey, the Rutgers, they they couldn't shoot. Yeah, they cannot shoot. They don't have a shooter. Yeah, almost pulled it off though, and uh, yeah, <laughs> Abilene Christian beat Texas, yeah. <laughs> number three. Gotta, I, yeah, you gotta love the upsets, man. I mean, I can understand why you don't do a bracket. It's just it's way too unpredictable. Yeah, yeah, and and I actually get to enjoy it instead of saying no. Sure. God damn oh, it! Oh man, it just screwed up my bracket. <laughs> Oregon State number twelve is in the Sweet Sixteen, yeah, facing Loyola Chicago. Who got blessed by Sister Jean to beat number one Illinois? Oh my God! Oh, dude! Not just- number eleven UCLA is in the switch. What? Yeah, man. Look at yeah. Look at loyal Chicago. Freaking killed Illinois, man. My God! The, this uh, crushed them. This makes my brain crushed them again. Makes my brain hurt. Yeah. Dude, well, now we get Lord. down to the fun part. Uh, so yeah, the uh, lead eight this week, final four on April third, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so, the Sweet Sixteen is this week, but it is, or this weekend rather, and the final four. All, all of this is falling over spring break. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be so cool. No, I'm pulling for Oral Roberts, man. Everyone's pulling yeah. for Oral Roberts. Like I remember, okay. If you ever want a reason as to why I hate Twitter, um, this is a tweet that I saw. And I actually uh, retweeted or I replied to it or whatever. It was it was this person tweeting out something about how. Okay, look at my tweets and replies. Okay. What day? Oh, tweets got it. Tweets, tweets and, and replies. replies. Just to scroll scroll down a little bit. NG Devils. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 not not at it. Scroll down a little know, more, a little know, more, a little I know, more. I know. I know. I like seeing you tweet the Devils to see if you get some kind of response. Okay, it was this. It was this person who okay. was saying, like the Oral Roberts. I'm not rooting for Oral Roberts because they're they're homophobic. They're Christian universe, which is absolutely true. Sure, absolutely true. They've said that in public, but, yes, multiple times. But nobody is rooting for that. And, Basically, what they're trying to say is that it's it's that the, it's that if you root for Oral Roberts, then you're like supporting you're, their the, views, then you're supporting the views. No, no, I'm not supporting their views. My God, it's like I said this. Like, it, people aren't rooting for them because they hate the LGBTQ community. Right. I love the community. I have numerous friends in that community. Numerous very close friends in that community. As do I, yes. I know. I, 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 I have numerous friends in that community. Nobody is rooting for them because they're homophobic, transphobic. No, no, it's just unlikely. They're don't 15. respect anyone's pronouns. No. People are rooting for them because they're a number 15 seed. Yeah. People are rooting for them. Just and 
Okay, and then this person quote tweets me. Says, my bad, Cam, my bad. I think that not referring to homosexuality as an illicit would be super cool. I'm trying to see your plan in the 15 seed, though. So will, you, will your support of the LGBTQ community resume after the Sweet 16, or are you to be determined? Well, you're, you've always supported them. So, yeah, no, I see your point. He's just trying to get a rise out of you. So. I took this. Oh, no, he's just, trying to get, he's just trying to get a rise out of you. Of course, that doesn't mean you didn't put it on a hold for a basketball tournament. We all like, know I'm that. not putting my support no. of the community on hold because no. of March no. Madness. No, 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 absolutely not. Yeah, he's just trying to get it. Uh, welcome to the internet, ladies and gentlemen. Twitter, uh, Twitter, and Twitter in particular. Yes, Twitter in particular. So, well, I I think that was a good, that was a very concise response. I'm gonna like I just liked it. Boom. All right. <laughs> I'm just uh yeah. Anyways, oh my um, God, Ming Chen liked my reply. Oh wow, that's uh. Yeah, is that why <laughs> you get a notification? Yes, I, I get push notifications. Um, right? I don't get enough likes and follows uh, to, okay. well, to turn off notifications. I think I like almost all of your posts, so that shouldn't be uh, here. Here's another one. <laughs> w. <laughs> there's another one for you. Just, w. Uh, just uh, there's another one for you. <laughs> Tag that, NJ Devils. Do you think this is some kind of psychological yeah, experiment? I like, that. I like that one too. There yeah, that go. that 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 one was the, the big funny. Yeah, there you go. Big so, funny. There you go. So wow, we got a lot. We got a lot to watch. We got a lot to watch coming up. This March is cool. Madness baseball, is always fun. The March, March Madness, Madness. There's so much. Devils so, hockey. So much to chew on lately. I love it. Draft is coming up. Uh, we'll be here before we know it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Next week, man. I'm waiting for that. Just hear that that crack, that With crack the bat. of the bat, man. That that sound of the ball hitting a leather mitt. The smell of the grass. Everything. Cheese fries at Yankee Stadium. The overpriced, the taste of a flat, overpriced beer. Yes. <laughs> Beers of the world at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. We'll get there soon enough. Crab meat hot dog at Camden Yards. Man. <laughs> what? Yeah, you get a crab meat or. Uh, Excuse me? I think they. If I okay, remember, first, of all, first of all, I've never had crab, but. Oh, it's good. But I, well, I eat everything, though, so. You made. Yeah, you, yeah you, you ate a pickle sub. I'm not forgetting that. I did eat a pickle sub. I am not forgetting that. I did that. eat a, 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 a sandwich where the bread was two, two halves of a pickle. Yes, I did I, eat I'll that. I'll never get that. And it was amazing, and I will not regret that. Someone could eat a fried chocolate covered grasshopper in front of me and I'd get it. That I do not. That pickle sandwich, I don't get it. Okay. But the pick chocolate grass. Yeah, the fried pick, grasshopper. Yeah, a, a, a pickle, okay. a pickle <laughs> is something. That's, well, that's from what I heard. Like, hey, from what I heard, I, my bugs aren't something. The knock is a good food. I mean, I mean, that, that's high pure, in protein and fiber. Yeah, yeah sure. that, pure protein, fibers, AIDS. I want to, if I wanted to work out, I mean, bugs are a good diet, but. I'm not eating deep fried grasshoppers. I got cold cheddar filled bratwurst waiting for me in the fridge. <laughs> I've got cheddar bratwurst which that is, I eat left over, which, uh, which sitting is, in the which fridge, is made out of God knows what. So <laughs> ah, this is made out of yeah, which I will gladly pay eleven dollars for at a baseball game. So yes, it's a, coming a, soon, a ladies and gentlemen. Coming oh, soon. Oh, yes, can't oh. wait. Can't wait. Oh, the Yankee Stadium. I don't. I don't eat nearly as much variety in stadium foods as I should because I am very stitious. Very stitious. So, what is part of the the winning routine, Cameron Willie? Okay, guaranteed Yankees. Okay, the the Cameron Willie. 
literally just just cheese fries. Okay. Any order, any size, any sample okay. of cheese fries. The first Yankee game I went to, bucket of cheese fries. Oof. They clapped the hell out of the Orioles. Yes. Robinson Cano hit a oh, grand slam. I mean, geez, that that was a stretch. That, yeah, you you had a large part of you contributed huge to that win <laughs> by eating the cheese fries. <laughs> that was all you. Okay, I'll give you credit for that. <laughs> the second game I went to, yes, in the rain delay, yes, I got Nathan's bacon cheese fries. Okay, good stuff with a crinkle cut, big and thick. Yes. Crispy on the outside, uh, warm and soft on the inside, yes. Then the third game I went to, the mobster game. Okay. I got cheese fries pregame in the club lounge on like a plate. Okay. A like real a plate. plate. A plate. In, a glass plate. In, in a dining booth. Okay, yes. In that club lounge. Yes. I've seen, I've only seen pictures like I'm not... It is in a position. It's, it's, it's amazing. There's a whole ice room. cream bar. It is, it's a close to heaven. Okay. Yankees beat the Rays. They they shell Blake Snell. Nice. Luis Severino pitches into the eighth, throws an absolute gem. Yankees win. The one game I don't get cheese fries is the one where Rafael Devers hits the grand slam in the first. Chris Sale strikes out 11. Just hell. Utter hell. I remember that, yes. Nothing good came out of that game. Absolutely nothing good. Nothing. But you, uh, you're you in a pretty good streak here, so uh, cheese fries for life. Yes, <laughs> I am. All right, I love it. And we'll actually be able to do it this year, so. Oh, man. I love it. Awesome. That's coming up next week, everybody. Um. Wait until you know the Yankees lose maybe two or three in a row somewhere and watch Cameron Willie start to panic. <laughs> yeah, as his uh, elite team starts crumbling and then then goes on like a twelve game winning streak. <laughs> um, well, here's here's I guess to the good health of uh, everybody involved. That that includes COVID and other, any other injuries that uh, will not befall them because uh, I'm just yes. Cheers to a good. 2021 season welcome back baseball welcome, welcome back. back welcome baseball. back 162 game season i love it um any mail any uh any breaking news anything uh, nothing just wait a second i see a little something okay over the cap bumped the giants up to 11 and a half million dollars in cap space oh. after the restructures but they're not counting the FIATI, Odenabo, or Dory Jackson no. deal. So it should be closer to $4 million range, depending on what Jackson's 2021 cap it winds up right. being. So something to note on like salary cap and stuff like that. Yeah, it could be. Could be some. Yeah. Maybe they go out and sign someone else. They, Maybe they go yeah, and sign. They got they got a little wiggle room here. I'm just saying. And they got a little bit of wiggle room, and knowing how they can canoodle with the the signing bonuses and stuff like that, yep. you never know. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, from uh, I guess that's where we end things off here. No, we don't have a lot more to talk about. So I think we covered a lot. Yes. Pretty good. Yes. And Anyways, uh, from Ming Chen.
and the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. I am Cameron Wally, and as always, don't forget to like, subscribe, ring the notification bell, follow me on Twitter, get some merch, whatnot. Just do whatever you can to support the channel, you know, follow me, whatever, retweet my stuff. Subscribe, subscribe, join subscribe. The, jo- join the Discord server. Yes. If you, can, you can ping me, I'll talk anytime. I, <laughs> I live on Discord. And as always, stay class in New Jersey.